so I, I imagine you didn't like it. That's why I texted you straight <laughs> off to, to be like, don't be pissed off. Until <laughs> I was clearly having a manic upswing because I uploaded such an unbelievably off-brand uh, <laughs> photo of myself. And then as punishment, threw up violently within the same hour. So there we go. Yeah, I did think you looked slightly mad. In a, you looked sexy, but mad. Why? Why did you think I looked mad? Um, no, because I, I know the context of the last few weeks. Yeah, no one yeah, would have yeah. known you looked mad. Great. Anyway, I just got to check that we speak into the mic. So this is probably a stupid idea to do it on the corner of the table. Um, we're filming a video for Patreon at the same time as recording a little taster podcast. Um, I, just for some context... I didn't sleep last night almost at all. So, have you started recording the podcast now? Yeah, I just thought I'd just be a little bit avant-garde. Oh, cool! Is this part of your podcast then? Well, you never know. We could put this out. Okay, cool. See how it goes. Yeah. Um, so, ten woke up at two thirty, and then just didn't go back to sleep. He was kind of like a little puppy dog, an angry little puppy dog, and. He has he started saying up, so he held my neck and tried to pull me up and lead me out of the bed, would not lie down. And it was like that until about 6 a.m. Oh my until God. Until Margot screamed at about 6.15 because she realized I wasn't in the bedroom. And I was in, at that point, he had finally had a bottle because he just refused a bottle all night, which would have made things a lot easier, but he just refused it. So he finally had one about 5.30, finally got to sleep at about 5.30. And then Margot screamed and I obviously was so scared that I lurched up, worried that I was breaking my waters and all that stuff. My stomach just immediately went into this tight ball and panicked that she was getting abducted or something. So I took, oh, it was just a nightmare. Anyway, that's, that's, that's where I'm at this morning. I'm so sorry, Jessie. That sounds awful. So I'm just taking the pressure off us doing a podcast by just kind of like just talking first. Mm-hmm. And then if... It ends up being like something that we can use, then that's great. Okay, cool. But you never know. Our you never negativity know. might prevail again. No, I don't feel negative at all today. <laughs> I feel amazing. Amazing. Yeah. Um, and you've done your makeup really nicely. Thank you so much. I wore foundation today. Can you really? Tell? What foundation? It's um, Chanel Pro Lumiere. Oh, that's mm. fancy. I know. How I got much it. Is that? I got it about two years ago, so it's probably expired. Um, and the color's slightly wrong, but it was like my first purchase of like a good foundation because I remember it was used on my skin once on set and it's supposed to be really lightweight um and because it was like 25 pounds or something like that which is really expensive for a foundation I didn't go back and buy the right color for myself because I felt stupid enough that I decided to buy this nice foundation and then I ended up getting the wrong color so it's a little bit too yellow for my skin but I think it's really nice yeah you look a little bit more tanned Mm. than usual Mm. yeah yeah um it's so nice. thank you so much. I just um, helped BB with a self tape. Yeah, I mean, I I would I just, I would love to know a ballpark figure of number of self tapes we've done together over the years <laughs> and the percentage of which we've both got. <laughs> that would be quite depressing. <laughs> oh my god, no harrowing stuff. Yeah, harrowing stuff actually. I don't like knowing any stats. I've decided any stats about anything, mm. life stats. I don't want to know statistics. Um, statistics do make. Uh, make things scarier somehow yeah when you see how how sometimes you live completely differently to the to what the actual stats dictate Mm -hmm. 
So if you saw the stats, you would be a lot more miserable. Yeah. Well, even yesterday on um, this political Instagram account I follow, they, they've started doing like a sex series and they did a, a poll and the stats were apparently 87% of the time men orgasm from sex and 66% <laughs> of the time women orgasm from sex. And I'm sorry, that much? Women orgasm from sex that much? 66%. That, from just sex alone. That made me feel really bad. <laughs> That made me feel like I'm part of the loser 44%. Surely not from just sex alone. That's uh, got to be too high, right? From sex alone, I mean, I think that's near... That That's ridiculous. That's lying. These, that's lying. These bitches are lying. Got to put the extra work in. Totally. Um, I stumbled across a article last night about sex pillows, which me and Bibi had never heard of. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you had to be talking about those pillows that sad incel men have that have like a printed um, anime girlfriend on them. Are they called girlfriend pillows? Yeah, I thought oh, you were no. talking about girlfriend pillows. No, no, no. This is a sex pillow which is um, designed so that you can place your your sex toy into it so that you can have the ultimate pleasure at the same time as also having maybe sex with someone or you just want extra. <laughs> you just like, just as you as you doze off to sleep, um, you can just like sort of slowly fuck yourself on the dildo attached <laughs> to your giant sex pillow. That honestly, I can't even believe that that exists. Yeah, it's a whole thing. So, And then there's also like certain shaped pillows that you can get to have a higher like gradient as you're fucking oh yeah, yeah, yeah you can get um you can get like angled pillows to help with like lumbar support for people having sex <laughs> yeah. i know that um but why wouldn't you just use a good old-fashioned pillow yeah exactly um anyway it's quite exciting thinking about p- potential pillows and it, there's also these an article about <laughs> sex i'm toys. so worried i'm gonna now like you're gonna invite <laughs> me to stay over and then i'm gonna find a pillow that has like a <laughs> hole in it a hole in it. No, yeah, it would just be... I, they're very classy looking. I they're, bet. They're like this pillow over there that I've got uh, for 10, which is... Um, it's meant to stop babies rolling over and suffocating. Mm-hmm. They look a bit like that. <laughs> With just a slot in mm. to slot the thing into. And there was horrifying. also a whole Horrifying. Article, very horrifying. And then there was also an article on um, sex toys that work lot for long-distance relationships. They all look very strange. I don't, I just don't like, I wish just, I don't want a sex toy to look like a penis. No. I don't want it to look like a battery. No. I don't know what I want, I don't know what would be the best image, really. I saw a TikTok last night um, uh, advertising a little um, sex toy that looks like a rosebud. And it's supposed to be, um, it's like a suction one. So it, it blasts air and it's supposed to feel like suction. Um, and this woman was reviewing it and saying that it was supposedly quite good. But like air, like someone blowing on you. No, I think the air suction is supposed to feel like somebody sucking on you. It's supposed oh. to stimulate all sex. Right. Um, and she was reviewing it and she's saying it's not the best one on the market, but it's affordable. Um, I don't know if I would be interested in a. In I don't a, like the sucking sensation no, too no, no, much. No, 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 like, no, no. I'm not a lollipop. No, exactly. <laughs> Only for special occasions. <laughs> <laughs> um, but this sex toy thing from abroad, so you can like st- st- stimulate or simulate? Stimulate? Depends what you're talking about. S- simulate. I think you're simulate stimulation, yeah. So simulate stimulation. If your if your husband or boyfriend or girlfriend or partner whatever is abroad, they can control the app to do things to you mm-hmm. wherever you are. Yeah, yeah. So long distance um, mutual sex toy yeah. thing. 
I just don't do know. They have that... like a touchpad or something. So you do it from your phone. Uh, so you'd be like, oh sorry, yeah. <laughs> just fingering the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> um, Gross. You could be like, you know. Harder, 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 mm. softer, 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 softer. Yeah, but then what if like your Wi-Fi um, stops halfway through? Yeah, exactly. The whole, like the only time I've ever tried to do anything long distance with Alfie was was so stressful, the whole situation, just the timing and sending the video and then worry that I sent it to like a parent's WhatsApp group and just like the worst, it's just, it's just not worth the stress. Yeah. I, I do know. have such respect for people in long-term relationships though that don't cheat. <laughs> I don't have any respect for long-term relationships, which are just, you know, just cheating. Also, I kind of have um, respect for people that send nudes just boldly and unapologetically. Oh, yeah. Because oh, yeah. I just get too worried about the cloud and everything getting yeah. trapped up there. So um, I don't do that sort of thing. I've uh, tried, um, but then I ended up like just taking some really embarrassing <laughs> photos in like pants and a bra. And then I was like, oh my God, no, somebody's even gonna like hack into my iCloud with that. So I just don't think it's worth the stress. Yeah, but a sex picture would only be a good thing for your career. Do you think so? Yeah, don't worry about that. You wanna Chris Jenner this? Maybe you release the sex tape I just feel like sorry for my people who hack me because they'll have to go through hundreds of thousands of photos to find that nude shot. Yeah, it's true. And I've also seen the photos that you've taken of your breasts <laughs> yeah, and it what? is harrowing. How have you seen them? Cause you like keep them on your normal photo account. Like what? if you like, is it? I was looking for a photo of me and the kids or something like that, and then I just stumbled past a photo of you what, with your on boobs my out. phone. Yeah, well, you shouldn't be looking through my phone. <laughs> I'm so sorry. It was a while ago. I know, but the thing is, when you're breastfeeding, your boobs outweigh more, so it's probably not like a sexual photo. That oh, so I it was, was probably just a, it was probably just a photo that I stumbled upon where your boobs happened to be out. Yeah, totally. Like I'm, yeah. I found a photo of Hiroshi's dad naked actually. Really? Accidentally, yeah, because they all share an iCloud. They share a family. Why iCloud. they have? Why? What's what? That's barbaric to me. And I was looking through Hiroshi's photos, trying to find a photo of me, and accidentally stumbled back too far. Found a fully naked photo of him. It's not the first time I've seen him naked. He's the kind of guy that wanders <laughs> around naked. Was sometimes. it a selfie? Uh, no, it was a photo. Somebody else had taken a photo of him. Oh right, so okay. It's a lovely insight into his um, in his into his dad's um, sexual body. life. Yeah, and his body and hair. Yeah, exactly. It's nice to see what my future is going to look like. Exactly. <laughs> well, no, I don't think you can. Um, you can't really judge a man's body from their father because remember, there's the mother involved too. It's true. It so don't worry true. too much if it was traumatizing. It might not be like that. It in wasn't the too traumatizing, but I won't say any more than that just in case I sound like a creep. Okay, cool. Yeah, no, don't. I don't really want to know, to be honest. No, about his nor do I. Nor do father's I. Father's body yeah. type. Totally. So, what did somebody send you about body types? Um, they sent me an article about um, body types, um, but I didn't know that we were doing a podcast now, so I have not read it yet. <laughs> I assume that we are going to do one because you didn't feel well. So I didn't read the article. Yeah. But so I, I guess... don't feel well, maybe. So I'm just very tired, mm -hmm. you yeah. know, and stressed. Yeah. Um, anyway, we have, I definitely have a pear. Pear shape? Yeah. And you have an hourglass. Yeah. Do you have an hourglass? Definitely. Actually, I think I have an hourglass too. I don't have as big a bum as you, but I definitely have the broader shoulders than a normal pear. You definitely have broader shoulders yeah. than a normal pair. <laughs> <laughs> I think if you went to a, a room full of pairs, they would look at your shoulders and they'd be like, you Out. do not belong here. <laughs> Get out! 
<laughs> also, it's like, isn't it just so silly? Like, I'm sorry if anyone, like, apple shape. What a fucking insult! Like, I would. Our mum's an apple shape. I would love to be an apple shape. No, yeah, but I tiny just, little legs. Tiny. Yeah, you do have tiny, skinny little legs. Tiny little arms. Tiny little arms. <laughs> tiny little legs. Actually, do you know what? I retract that statement. I think it's kind of sexy to be an apple. Oh, I'd love to be an apple because you can wear a little mini skirt mm-hmm. and then just have a floaty top. Gorgeous. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. You can oh. go for all of those, like you know, um, floaty shirts that like they would sell in Topshop that I never could go for because it would just look like a tent over my boobs. Totally. Well, I don't have that problem either, unfortunately. But I also like the idea that uh, well, I would love to have a body type where you gain weight all in one place because mm-hmm. then at least you can la- work to camouflage that one place. Totally. Rather than evenly all over. So, so uh, like the only you know just it's so proportional. Just tiny little bits everywhere. Just and because we're even. short, one pound makes a huge difference. I just don't think we're short. Yeah, we are. No, five I don't four. think. I'm five foot four. I'm almost five foot five, Booby. Ooh. Okay. Big talk. That's um, still under the average UK um, female height. I'm 164.5 centimetres. Good for you, Jesse. Yeah. And if I didn't slouch as much, I think I'd be quite a demanding... 166. Physically. <laughs> <laughs> physically. Yeah, well, maybe. I'm 163.5 centimetres. I've been this height since year seven. Mm-hmm. Me too. Isn't that fucked up? Mm-hmm. So in however many years time, they're going to be the height that they just are. Yeah, I know. Oh my God, because of fucking norovirus, Donnie has lost so much weight. <laughs> and he looks so tiny and fragile. And it just is so, it shows girls v boys in our family mm-hmm. because... Margot had, you know, the, the couple of days of vomiting, severe norovirus, and then back on the food. Donnie is still, mm. you know, and Alfie's similar. And I mean, like, even when I was in the, the depths of norovirus, I was still like, I'm going to just have a tiny bit of to- toast. You know, I can still, mm. no matter what, I will find a way to eat. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. I, but it was quite, it was amazing, wasn't it? Just, the, even, like, I probably had like half a slice of toast and a tiny bit of oat milk and a coffee. And that was all I had for a day. That's the littlest I've eaten in my entire life. I have never felt so sick. Mm. I've honestly never felt so sick. It was horrifying. Vicious, vicious bug going around London. And I um, I just cooked um, r- like a really, really, really nice egg fried rice. It so was, was that on Sunday? Gorgeous. No, no, no. I, I started getting sick on Friday. Oh, and then you made, you cooked again. So I cooked on Friday um, and I cooked this incredible egg fried rice, like, it was just the best thing Can I've I ever cooked in my life. Can I just guess how you cooked it? Yeah, go on, go on, go on. Guess, tell me. Okay, I reckon you got three eggs, you bash them together, a bit of salt, because I know you like salt. <laughs> Good one. You whisked it with a fork. You don't have a whisker. And then... A whisker? <laughs> and then, And then I reckon you just fried that as an omelette, then cut that up with a little knife in the pan, and then just got some microwave rice, microwave the rice, and then just poured that into the omelet. So are you trying to insult me? What the fuck is going on here? I'm just, I, that's, that's, how did you cook it? No, okay, you got it all wrong. Okay, you do start with the eggs. Okay. So you scramble the eggs. Oh, no. With butter in a pan. Oh, um, but oh. not with any milk. People that use milk to scramble eggs, yuck. Gross. Use, you know, they, some people, they add like milk or cream to, to scrambled eggs. Ugh. I don't like scrambled eggs personally, but for this, you have to do this. So you scramble the eggs, then you take it out of the pan, okay? You put that to the side. Keep the pan hot. Butter is crucial for egg fried rice so that you get crisp, uh, crispy rice on the bottom. Then you saute onions, um, garlic, peas, 
and carrots. It sounds like you're in the episode of Friends for Rachel's sake. Beef sauteed with peas and onions. Another layer of lady fingers. <laughs> I love that episode so much. Rachel yeah. looks so good in that episode. I know. With the burgundy top. You know, I've actually just worked out why I'm obsessed with burgundy. Why? Because I am a soft summer. That's what? my colour palette. Did you know about the, the colouring system? No. It's about the way that you can determine what colours look best on you. And it's all about your skin tone, your eye colour, your hair colour. And it determines what looks good on you and what doesn't look good on you. So we, we given that we have pretty much the same colouring, although you're a little bit more neutral than me, we're a summer, okay? You're either a spring, summer, autumn or winter. We're not autumn or winter because we don't have dark hair, but we're not spring either because we don't have like bright colours. We're muted. We're a soft summer. So oh. that means we, we suit pale colours like this. Like, oh. like both of the colours we're wearing. Yeah, anyway. I don't like dark colours on me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, burgundy also suits a soft summer, so you need to open your mind up to I, a bit of burgundy. Burgundy's for 80-year-old women, BB. Okay, or for very sexy young women <laughs> in their 20s. Um, okay, so basically, yeah, you sauté the... Uh, the Garlic. Garlic, onions, peas, carrots, or whatever vegetables you want to add to it. Um, until they're softened, and then you put them all over to the <laughs> side, heat some more butter, put the rice in, then you add oyster sauce, soy sauce, and then you mix it all together. Um, you add the eggs and then ha- whatever meat you want to add. And then you um, just let it uh, fry until it gets kind of uh, crispy at the bottom. Oh my God, it's incredible. That yum, sounds yum, yum, right. yum. That's more sophisticated than I gave you credit for. I'm sorry. Thank you so much. Anyway, um, I made it. It was delicious. And then I had two bites and suddenly couldn't eat it anymore. And it's just very unlike me to have to be like, mm. oh, I can't none, eat. none for me. Yeah. None for me. Um, so Horatio ended up eating the whole thing. And um, Did he get it, by the way? No, didn't get it. Crazy. He Amazing. didn't get it. And then I just threw up. All night, and unfortunately, I've ruined egg fried rice for myself forever because seeing it come back out the other way, awful. Yeah. Absolutely awful. And I felt so nauseous that as I was crawling on the floor to go to the um, bathroom, I was like, if this is what being pregnant is like, I just can't do it. Yeah, some Nausea is the worst thing ever. Well, yeah, I, I, it's just it's such a kick in the teeth. I've been nauseous for nine months almost now. And it's just debilitating. And then on top of coronavirus, then norovirus. Oh my God, just awful. But you do remember foods that made you sick. So I had last a Domino's pizza in September 2016. We just got back from Edinburgh Festival. We had a celebratory pizza. This is before I was vegan. I had a huge, like I the, the biggest Domino's, not Domino's pizza you can get. ate the entire thing. And then I went and vomited it all up mm. because I suddenly got norovirus and then I was sick three years and I have not had a Domino's since and I'm now vegan mm. yeah I can't eat chocolate mousse because I threw up straight after having one. Oh my god chocolate mousse is something I haven't had in so long <clears throat> and I would I would really like I would love to have an aero yogurt again yuck yuck oh yeah, that's exactly I think what I was eating oh my god before my dance competition in year eight I still did I still did do the dance competition even though I'd thrown up so heroic yeah I know we came second yeah. Margot starts street dance on Saturday. <laughs> She's literally you in a smaller body. And more confident. More confident, but that's because she's got us. Like, mm. I'm so jealous of the fact that she's got such an amazing base for confidence with performers as parents and yeah, I mean, yeah. parents that celebrate kind of being, you know, we're just, she's going to be, oh, well, hopefully. I mean, she might turn out to be a, like a wreck, but hopefully... She will remain confident. What if she asked you um, if she? What if she told you that she wanted to be an actress in like a couple of years' time? Um, How would you respond? She's already said that that's what she wants to do. She's already. She. I mean, she wants to be a teacher and an actress. So I said, teach. <laughs> <laughs> um, she's. I mean, I. I. 
she's just such a natural, funny person. I just think it probably will happen for her. I would really like it if, obviously, she was a scientist or something. But um, I yeah, don't she's think such a natural do. rock star. She has such sort of stage presence already. What I would really like, and I was thinking about this after that band, you know, the Eurovision band, d- d- 10 years song. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dodie Freyer. I just love them. Are any of them siblings? Yeah, his sister's in the band. Yeah, so I was thinking, Donnie and Margot do a double act and they work together. And so even if they fail, they're failing together and they're thriving together, working together. And I wouldn't mind that so much. I'd prefer them to do it both together rather than one to do it and the other not to. That's nice. And then they could be in the Eurovision Song Contest as a a brother-sister pair. Yeah. Um, Have you watched the Get Back Beatles documentary? It's incredible. Have you watched it? Isn't it? Oh, my God. I haven't finished the first episode because it's like five hours long. Oh, my God. I watched it all when it first came out. I think it's kind of mind-blowing. It is mind-blowing because it's almost like I don't believe that that is them. It's mm. like it's a, it's a, you know, a... A simulation. A homogram. Homogram. <laughs> a hologram. A hologram. Yeah. I can't get over Paul McCartney. I know. Because so he is the brain. He is the brain. I know. It's actually fascinating to watch it because it really, like, warps with your perception of time because... They're just like, because I love the way that it's set over the course of a day at the recording studio. So yeah, because No, many days. Many, many yeah, days, yeah. but I mean like per episode yes, or whatever. Yeah. And seeing them have actual conversations and come up with these iconic songs Yeah, the one on when the they spot. get, they come up with um, um, Get Back. Oh my God, I can't, I just can't. It's just, it's so... And the Long and Winding Road. It's... Um, with Linda there. I know, I know. And the way that Paul is with her daughter. Oh my I haven't God. seen that yet. Anyway, oh my God, I can't um, wait. It's just strange because I feel like, especially someone like John Lennon, you know him through the music and you know him as like this iconic figure. To see him just over the course of 10 minutes as he's scratching his head and having a cigarette and chatting to someone, as well as being the genius that you know him to be, it makes him so much more human. (laughs) Yeah. And it's just so beautiful and so much sadder than when you think about what's happened because you just see that this was this young man. But also how young. How young? How fucking young they but were. But also, I just found it so funny. I was going to text you so many photos I tried to take of Yoko there. Oh, I know. <laughs> God, what is she doing there? She's just, she's fucking bored. I know, but I, I kind of love it. Like, their, their relationship their relationship is iconic, isn't it? But the fact that no one mentions that Yoko's on John's shoulder the entire process, and isn't it true that that's why they, they did have fights, that Yoko was a main reason for Beatles breaking up? Yeah, yeah. Um... But it was 10 years later. Mm-hmm. So um, in that film, um, the youngest was George. He was 25. Mm-hmm. Paul and Ringo, 27 or 28. And John, 30. Mm-hmm. And then John died at 40. Yeah. I just want to know everything now. I want to know everything. The you have they... to watch the rest of it. It's I, just I incredible. When they get to the... the I mean, you, I you'll see. I can't wait. You'll see. I just think... It's maybe the best documentary I've ever seen. And I just can't believe that they've been holding onto that footage for so long. Nor can I. And it's it would have been a tragedy for that not to be in the public domain, really. And it's probably long enough for it not to feel a violation. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, the reason I was mentioning it, that it just made me just appreciate the skill of me playing an instrument. I know. It, and it, the singing yeah. skill, because their songs are so simple. I know. And then when you see how they make them and 
rehearse them and find them. I just, I just couldn't get. Oh my god, you have so much in store because you really start to see the dynamics of the band and the way that Paul um, is trying to sort of kick everyone into gear. You see George's resentments start to come out. You see this silliness to John Lennon that you've like. Well, I found him really silly. He's so goofy, and I guess I always thought of him as being the cool, aloof one. But actually, he's the goofiest. He seems to really not care that much, as as much as the others do, because he's doing his own thing. He's got his he's got his wife there, partner. Mm. He's like he seems much more relaxed. Whereas I'm interested if George does have a breakdown, um, because he seems to be a lot more. He is so much younger in his spirit and everything. And, he's and tense as well. Yeah, the whole he, thing. he seems a bit like worried. I think he's jealous of um of of how much. Uh, uh, Paul and John, I mean, they get all of the solos and stuff like that. And um, also when they had that chat when he was making the, um, the the first confrontation, the first episode where Paul is like, look, I'm just saying that we've got to start really thinking about the organisation of this. And, and George is like, but I'll find my thing off your thing. And Paul's like, no, that's not how we should do this. Mm-hmm. George is obviously like wanting to art- be express himself artistically, but not quite able to formulate the words. I they were just smoking all the time and smoking their voices the were still that amazing. Smoking all the time, fucking incredible. I just, the, the skill of the instrument playing as well. I know, I know. I, and the fact that Paul is able to do all of it. I know. And then whenever George isn't there, like, well, Ringo's not there. He's, Paul is now drumming. I know. It's insane. It Who is did you find most attractive? Insane. Who did I find the most attractive? Okay, so weirdly, Horatio thinks that Paul is the most conventionally attractive, which what? I completely disagree with, Absolutely right? Absolutely not, no. I think the most conventionally attractive one, I mean, I fancy John Lennon the most. Yeah, he is so handsome. I think that John Lennon is probably the most attractive out of and, all of them. And um, symmetrical and tall. John is just gorgeous. I I, I think I fancy Ringo. <laughs> Who, I mean, to be honest, Ringo, he's, he's got he's got like a twinkle in his eye. He's just so laid back. And I like the fact that he doesn't talk that much. No, he's a drummer. He's yeah. a drummer. He's cool. Ringo's sweet You as want well. the fucking drummer in the bagged band, don't yeah, you? Yeah, definitely. That's, you're going to have the happiest marriage with Ringo, for sure. You want, you want a drummer. But I think John is definitely the most attractive. Well, I think Paul had actually the most attractive personality for me, just as, you know, a... Uh, Type A. a. Yeah, a drill master. Yeah, you, you, yeah, Paul reminds me of you. <laughs> if you're a musical genius, the man. He's trying to be nice, you know. He's really trying. But he's also trying to say, everyone fucking work harder. Yeah, do what I'm... You get Focus. your act together. Because they are boys. Yeah. They seem like boys. Oh my God, it's just the most attractive thing in the world. Musicians. Musicians, it made me really... I haven't really respected musicians in such a long time. Mm, I know, it really kind of... And then watching of, that changed everything for me. And then I watched the Oasis documentary and afterwards, then I watch Supersonic. That, yeah. And it, that is... On, I mean, if you like a bit of charismatic boys being boys, that is truly spellbinding. That Who do you fancy more, Noel or Liam? Um, it's got to be Liam. It's got to be bad boy Liam. I love bad Noel. boy Liam is gorgeous, I'm and just they just so don't upset give a fuck. That Nicole Appleton and Liam aren't together anymore. I'm mm-hmm. really upset by that. Well, I'm just mostly upset that the brothers aren't talking. They still aren't talking. Apparently, their kids have convinced them to text each other now, but. Text, um, text. Oh my god! I know. But, but then when you when think... you watch the documentary, actually, it makes you feel better about the fact that they're not speaking now because they had such an intense relationship for a while. Yeah, and maybe. they'll always have that preserved. In totally, the music. it totally. And that's also the thing about the Beatles is that when I when they rocked up in the morning, sometimes they were so formal with mm. each other. Mm. Like, oh yeah. Um, I was like, why aren't you just chatting a bit more? And I was like, oh, because they've been together for mm, years mm, since mm. they were teenagers. They are, they've grown up as one p- thing together. Yeah. Of course, they're not going to be, 
you know, oh, what did you do last night? And mm. like, you know, they're just, this is their life. And it life. weirdly, I mean, I watched it when it first came out, so this is a few months ago, but I remember the serenity of that week when I was watching it at night. And it weirdly made me feel, it made me think a lot about grief and... And Ben, it made and me think so much of Ben because he, he had so many similarities with personality. Musicians are, are weird, yeah. aren't they? But I think it, it also made me think of um, how wonderful it was that this has all been captured. And even though this is just you're watching a film representation of things that happened years and years and years ago, no matter what, watching it, it feels real. It yeah. feels like you are seeing that moment. And it made me so grateful for any photos we have, any videos that we have, because that's the wonderful thing about capturing footage. It, it brings you back to the moments that they were alive. And totally. I just, it made me think of Sean Lennon, um, mm. Yoko and John's son, being How able great. to watch that. That is bringing your father back to life. I just, I, oh. I couldn't believe it. It's the most surreal thing to watch it. To yeah, honest. it I is know. so surreal. Well, totally. It felt like they were there. It, it felt just, like we were, yeah. we were in the room. And it felt like you were um, intruding because yeah. it's such intimate, personal moments, especially when they kind of forgot the cameras yeah. were there. and then when they remembered. Oh my God, it's just... It if you haven't seen it, you've got to be watching it. It's on yeah. Disney Plus. It's just so good. It totally made me appreciate videos more and photos more. And I, I and as a result, that I showed you that video of Margaret this morning. Like I've taken more videos and stuff lately, um, even though they clog up my entire phone and my phone doesn't work anymore. I just think it's it's worth having. Totally, you have to capture these moments. Musicians are a different breed of per- of creative person, I think, and I've never really appreciated that before this Mm -hmm. exactly there's something very beautiful about musicians because um it's uh so unnecessary it's all about the art form yeah you know it's a a different way of a brain working and then last night when i was trying to do something i put on i was thinking i'll try and find some Beatles songs that i because i had really not heard as many as i thought i knew and obviously the first ones that come up are all the number ones like Mm -hmm. and the one album or whatever Mm -hmm. and they're all my least favorite ones Mm -hmm. I prefer all of their more obscure ones. And What's your favourite Beatles song, do you think? Um, well, after seeing Paul sing that and find that the, the long and we were, oh my God, with Linda there looking pained, <laughs> taking photos. Oh God. I like um, um, something, something in the way she moves. That's beautiful yeah. too. Did George write that one? I, I don't he know, did. but he wrote some of their best. Yeah, he did. Oh, I love that one. I liked, I actually quite like some of their um, more happy ones, like... Octopus's um, Garden. I'd like to be. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah, like that. Yeah, and I All really Together like Now, too. All Together Now, I love. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Have you seen the um, Yellow Submarine movie? Mm-hmm. With Donnie and Margot, they mm, fucking love it, They yeah. love that one. Anyway, sorry, I didn't mean for this to come up. <laughs> Beatles mania. Well, since we're talking about TV, let's talk about Yellow Jackets. Oh, yeah, Yellow Jackets is Bloody so Bloody hell. Have you guys seen Yellow Jackets? That is a show that is completely knocked my socks off recently mm. until the first the last couple of episodes until yeah. the last couple of episodes do you yeah. uh, talking of musicians also Juliet Juliet Lewis mm-hmm. you can sense that she's a different breed of actress in yes. this role I know too. she's she's electric but to be honest I preferred the scenes when the girls were younger than oh, I did I with the no, storyline when the it was older me the opposite like I, I, I found the because it's a story that um, if you haven't seen it it's about um, a girls football team in um, American high school that get stranded after a plane crash on a desert island. And then it cuts between that from 1996 and then these women in their 40s, uh, the survivors um, in 2021. And I think that even though the actresses that were cast to play the older versions were incredible, the storylines weren't as strong. No, but the performances were all amazing. Christina Ricci. Oh yeah, she's incredible. So creepy. 
so creepy. But it was just a little bit far-fetched, I think, at yeah. that point. I, um, it's, it's, it's one of the few shows lately that I, me and Alfie have really enjoyed together. That's which has so been nice. really nice. It's the first show I've watched in ages that I've just watched on my own. Yeah, it's so great watching oh, shows on your own, though. Oh, my God, it's been amazing. I prefer watching shows on your own. I just finished This Is Gonna Hurt as well. I watched that on my own. That was good. It disappointed me in the end, but... Um, it's so it's something so nice about knowing you have your own thing to watch and you don't have to like not talk. Yeah. <laughs> and how do you do de- I mean I don't know if you experience this because also you your time is so much more constrict like if you actually get the chance to watch TV you've probably been chasing around all the kids and stuff and like you deserve to have a break. But when I watch TV shows especially on my own I find it difficult to not feel guilty for watching it. Oh no, you should it's it's it, as long as it's good shit. You know, you're not watching like 80 hours of... I mean, when you do a rewatch of Gilmore Girls for like the 50th time, yeah, then that's... I feel a little bit guilty. <laughs> no, I... Well, it's our job. You know, we it's our job. We, we're, we're writers, we're actors. Like, this is important for yeah. us to see. And also, to be honest, that has taken... Since I started writing, watching TV has become so much more difficult because I can't... I can't... Um, think about how that show was made yeah. and why it got made and I know, who's in it's it difficult and... to separate like the technicalities yeah. so that's why it was a really nice even though I do think the show had some flaws and stuff I it was really nice to let myself just enjoy a TV show and let it serve its purpose do what it had to do and let myself get swept away in it and you know it was it's based on a true story I know it's based so on do you Andy's think that crash. if you were in a on an island do you think you would eat People. another person I would I would I think if you read about the 1977 plane crash that it's based on, that landed in the Andes Mountains, um, 35 passengers, I think, or 45 passengers on board, um, 15 died in the initial crash, another 10 died after the first day, and so then there were about... And then two escaped, didn't they? Or so, ran away. So there were about 20 people left, and they sort of made this makeshift shelter in the part of the plane um, that they uh, had crashed in, and they ran out of food and supplies really, really quickly, and they had to make an agreement as a group. They sort of put it up to a vote. Once they heard on the radio that they'd been able to fashion, um, that the search had stopped because the weather conditions were so bad that they basically just assumed that everyone had died. They lost all hope and they had to... If if they hadn't resorted to eating the bodies of the dead, they all would have died. Yeah. So I think I would... I would, I, I would eat some dead people if, if it came to life or death. I don't know. I think I would just kill myself quite early on. No, no, no. They they also made an agreement. If I die, you can eat my body. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I'd, I if I would let them eat my body. I just don't know if I could. Do I know that. I'd be tasty as well. Yeah, your thighs, your <laughs> lovely thighs. I think I would taste of um like uh, drumsticks, um like the sweets, but also bacon. Maybe uh, wine gums and bacon. I would taste like bacon flavored wine gums. I I just hate that thought. Mm. Um. Anyway. That's that. I definitely good. wouldn't survive um, no. a, a desert island no, like, no, no. like the ones in Yellow Jackets. I think the performances are great in Yellow Jackets. Mm. It it's just reminds you how feral teenage girls are as well. Exactly. It just it feels you feel like you're going through puberty watching that show. When she has to think about doing an abortion. Oh my! And sticking God. a coat hanger up there. Such I, a good actress, Sophie Nellis. Is so that her good. Name? Yeah, she was the lead in Book Thief, that film that came out years ago. Oh really? The one with them. Um, as a uh, child. Ben Schnetzer. Yeah, she was the lead girl. Oh, in it. As, as a child. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Ben. yeah, yeah, yeah. She's um, great. <clears throat> really, really great. It's nice to hear a child actress keeping working, you know? Exactly. Good, Good for, for you, them. girl. Good for them. I really enjoyed it. Oh, that's nice. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, thank you for listening to this podcast because we're going to stop now. We're actually, I'm gonna, I now interview BB on my um, pregnancy podcast to ask her how I put her off motherhood. Mm-hmm. So if you want to listen to that, 
you um, can switch over. And uh, we're sorry that we have been absent from Patreon lately. It's because we've had um, norovirus and it's been pretty shit. Mm -hmm. But we're back on the horses now, aren't we, Jesse? Yeah, definitely. Giddy up. We're going to do some controversial videos, aren't we, Bibi? <laughs> <laughs> One of them involves a Tesco. Um, but thank you for listening. And we hope that you're... Not, not got not, not, vi- not a virus. Not got the vicious shitting, vomiting bug. Yeah, we hope you're not blasting out of it. Yeah.